Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Matt Scravey here in the Odyssey Palace. 97.3 The Fan. Tony Gwynn Jr. down at Petco Park and he has his hand raised. Yes, sir. I have lineups. Oh, you have lineups. All right, cue, let's hear cue them. The, cue the music. I don't know that I told Adam where it is, so. Oh, it's gravy. It's in All yellow right. at the bottom. Here we go. Yeah, nice job, Adam. That's not an easy job to find out. work on your feet, Adam. That's something, a skill you could pass along to scrape. You know what I, I should it, do? I think, it, I think it might help. You know what I should do Here we is go. prepare things before. Um, Xander Bogarts will remain in the leadoff spot. Notice I said the word remain. Yes. Fernando Tatis Jr. will bat second. Juan Soto will bat third. He'll be in left. Manny Machado, designated hitter, cleanup. G-Man Choi, first base. Ha Sung Kim back in the lineup. He'll play second. He'll hit sixth. Trent Grisham, Matthew Batten, Brett Sullivan gets to start behind the dish to go along with Matthew Waldron. I noticed the last start Sullivan got, he caught Waldron. He had the... Oh, the knuckleball catcher's mitt. Oh, what's the difference? Ah, you didn't notice, huh? Is it just it's larger? It's much more like a first baseman. No, it's bigger, but it, it has a little more, um, you know, a, a catcher's glove is kind of boxy. Yeah. Right? It's, it's, it's thick on it's both sides. It's got like side. one little tiny pocket. Right. There's the, 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 it's almost like a mix of a first baseman's glove and a catcher's glove. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, so... Uh, Sullivan gets to start behind it, but Hassan Kim is really the the note. He's back in the lineup. Uh, he'll bat six. Bogarts will remain in the leadoff spot. So, what do you think about him batting sixth? Do you think because yesterday we talked about think, whether or not when he returned he would go back to the leadoff spot? But but since Sander Bogarts hitting so well, you you were saying he should remain in the first I, spot. I like I like what I mean. Obviously, um, Hassan has the the stolen base spot, but our numbers. But in that sixth spot in this lineup, he still will have a chance of hitting in front of Trent Grisham, in front of Matthew Batten. Those aren't guys that you, like, say, okay, I'm not moving, you know, because, you know, although Trent is second in the league or third in the team in, in, in doubles, it's not a guy that you, you're going to try to steal that base. And so um, I, I like it. I like Xander being in the leadoff spot still. He's swinging the bat as hot as anybody. It's 283, nice 351, 442, 19, and 53 are his splits. That's pretty He's good. He's got 18 bags, too. Yeah. So there's that. All right. Well, Hassan came back. This hour on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh, 
Human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. Get ready for this, Tony. From better poops to more energy. When you switch your dog's food to the farmer's dog, the effects can feel magical. What sorcery is this? None at all. It's just real food made for the health of dogs. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash no magic. I have um, an admission to make about a walk I had with Lucky earlier this week, and I've just been, I guess is, this is, is the right is this time. Gonna, is this radio appropriate? Yes, it's radio appropriate. All right, man. I, I went on the walk, and Lucky had to do his thing. He went to the bathroom, and um, as I was picking it up, my bag broke in my hand. Oh, my God. I'm not kidding that when I grabbed it, the bag ripped... And I grabbed it with my bare hand and squeezed. That's disgusting. That's all you need to know about what happened. That is only happened. something that happens to you, Scravy. Like, come on, man. You it, didn't know the bag had a rip in it before you, you decided to... No, it's not supposed to have it. rips in it. I even bought the ones that are thicker because I don't like doing this to begin with. Oh, <laughs> so God, that's disgusting. So it, it ripped and it, it, it went all over my hand. But I'm anyway, sorry to hear that, man. I, I need to get him the farmer's dog so he doesn't do the... Never mind. Yes. All right, let's get to... uh, Yes, let's get to the Daily Gambit. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is a mortal lock. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Daily Gambit is our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. Please gamble responsibly, everybody. Last night, we had a choose-your-own-adventure bet. So you can either, on the uh, NFL game between the Giants and the 49ers, you could have either chosen the spread, which was 10.5 on the side of the 49ers. They were the favorites. Then the total score was over under 43.5 points, and then the money line, plus 410 on the Giants' side, 49ers minus 550. The end of the game came to a score of 30-12, to which means 42, and that means Tony wins because he said under 43.5. I said over 43.5. You know, and I was watching the game yesterday, and the whole time I was thinking the number was 42.5. And I was like, ooh, I'm barely hanging on to this right now. But as it is, 43.5, once again, I win. You do. You're pretty good at this. Now that we're in the offseason, I'm going to have Chris start keeping track again. Because he keeps track of ours, but you are—you have been more right than not lately. Um, last night's game, real quick. 49ers, I, 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 I wasn't happy with their performance in the first half, but in the second half, they showed why. They did this against the Rams last week. They played okay in the first half, and then they turned it on in the second half, and that's exactly what you happened. You remind last night. me of the the Braves and Astro fans I talk to on a weekly basis. <laughs> the Niners, as much as I hate to admit it, are are really good team, really good football team. They don't have a lot that, if anything, that they're really missing. They did that without Ayuk Ayuk last last game. So yeah. uh, that team's gonna be a problem, man. Yeah, that it's Cowboys D. Their D is right there behind it. I mean, the Cowboys took a huge hit yesterday with Trayvon Diggs uh, yeah, tearing his ACL in practice. So that's a big deal. That is a huge deal. Uh, 
Then the parlay that I did last night was the 49ers on the money line, which happened. Over 27.5 total points, which happened because they scored 30. Debo Samuel needed a touchdown, which he got on a... I will say Brock Purdy had a pretty good throw there. Back shoulder, Debo doing some dancing down the sideline. But... But Christian McCaffrey needed yeah, two needed touchdowns, those. and he got one. So Did you see Debo Samuel... That dude, the linebacker, dropped back and hit Debo Samuel and took all of the the brunt of the the hit. What quarter was this? Debo Sam, it wasn't a corner. It was a linebacker. No quarter. Was oh, it second I'm half? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Okay. But Debo came across the middle. Cornerback kind of deflected it, and it was kind of the same thing like last year when the guy ran into DK and like took all of the, yes. the brunt of no, it. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. When I saw, I've never seen Debo in person. That was before. a linebacker. He did I know. that too. I know. I, I've never seen Debo in person until last week when I saw him play, and he's like he's, he's not he's not a tall dude, but he's just like a tank. He yeah. just runs he's over a bowling people. Ball. He is a bowling ball, and when he gets in space, no one wants to take him head on because he will run you over. I don't blame him. I just think sometimes Debo is getting the ball too much, and he's going to get hurt at some point. Well, that's 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 something that's been said often. He's getting the ball too much. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm really breaking the the internet right here with that. <laughs> All right. So those were the bets for last night. I lost the parlay. Tony won the total points score. Now tonight the Aztecs are playing Boise State at Snapdragon Stadium starting seven thirty. CBS Sports Network. I believe it's a red out. If you are going to the game, make sure you wear your red. A and red out, huh? I, that's what they said on their Twitter. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to say it, too. San Diego State, they are uh, underdogs in this game by six points. So, Boise State is favored by six, Tony. Come on, Aztecs. Oh, you're just we not even this. thinking about it. Huh? You're just not even thinking about it. It's Aztecs or bust for you. Yeah, well, well, of course. You think they're yeah, gonna yeah. okay? All right. Jeez. Yeah, I think the look you gave me in the camera was was mean. Um, I'm gonna say Aztecs too. After all, yeah, you of did that. all that, and then you picked the Aztecs. <laughs> yes. Some of the other big games in college football tomorrow: Alabama and Ole Miss, six and a half point favorite. What do you think? Uh, this is a Kiffin versus. Uh... Saban, huh? Yes, it's a Kiffin. And you know what? You can hear this game right here on 97.3 The Fan tomorrow. Six and a half? Six and a half Alabama I'm going to take favorite. Ole Miss. You know what, Tony? I am going to take Ole Miss, too. Alabama doesn't lose at home, and they lost to Texas at home, and they haven't looked like an Alabama team just yet. That's why I'm picking uh, I'm picking Ole Miss because of Saban's words. He, he's he wants he needs to know who's going to step up. And so you know I just I think uh, I think they can at least keep it under six and a half. Yeah, I would hope so. I would hope so. So there, I'm going to put down these. I put Ole Smith, not Old Miss. I don't know why I typed Ole Smith, but it's what's going to stay in there. Another game, uh, Dave Marcus will really love this game. It's UCLA at Utah. Uh, Utah's the number 11 team in the country. UCLA oh, is Utah's number 22. About to spank that booty. <laughs> cannot wait. Oh, uh, well, Utah's only a three and a half point favorite in this game, Tony. Well, I don't care. Uh, the fake UCLA Bruin over here, Jack got a big <laughs> grin on his face. So I hope the Utes put it to the Bruins. Uh, I'm going to say the same. I think Utah's going to win. I can't stand Chip Kelly. Can't stand UCLA. So I'm going to yeah, bet with my heart we, we and not like with my UCLA. head. We don't like the UCLA folks 
uh, after uh, they they left us hanging here at the uh, Holiday Bowl. No, no, just turned around and left. Didn't even let anybody know. You know that's what does Dave Marcus that's have the to kind say of about people that? You're dealing with in Dave Marcus right there. Oh, thank you. you, you yeah, you definitely <laughs> told me. Just people who don't have any regard for anyone else's for anybody. Feelings. They don't care. They don't care at all. Don't even get Chris is some somewhere in the world yelling right now about Chip Kelly and them yeah, leaving the Holiday Bowl. Lori's a red coat, so you know yeah. I don't, he don't he don't play that. No, he doesn't. He wanted to see that game. Last bet is the uh, Colorado Buffaloes, number nineteen in the country, going to Oregon to take on the Ducks. Ducks are number ten. Ducks are favored by twenty one points in this one, which this is the first real, real, real test for the Buffs. Uh, I'm gonna go with let, let me let me think this out live on the air. I think that Colorado can cover. I don't know if they can win. They're playing on the road. But if anything tells me, if anything that I've seen so far tells me anything, it will be that Colorado steps up their game when they're playing teams that they need to beat. So I'm going to go with Colorado to at least cover the plus 21. Yeah, I think that's – here's what I can tell you about the odds in Colorado. They've been dead wrong for three straight weeks as it pertains to the Buffs, right? They had TCU winning big. They lost. They had, uh, what was the next matchup they had at home? Oh, was that Colorado State? No, they played Nebraska. Nebraska. They got the odds got that run wrong. Then they had the, the Buffaloes pouncing the the uh, Rams. They were wrong there. So I don't think they're very good uh, at picking the, the, the Buffs game. So I'm going to say the Buffs cover. All right, same with me. So we'll have to watch that. That one is at 1230. All the big games tomorrow, 1230. Although the only one you're going to hear on this station, Ole Miss against Alabama starting at 12:30. So that's it for the daily gambit. We're getting into like real college football season now where where the yeah. good teams are starting to play. So, it's getting a little getting a little exciting. Um yeah. Tony, you are going to be off but we'll be back to for the countdown. So go have fun talking to the players and all that good stuff. When I get back, I'm going to talk a little bit more about what Eric Gruppner said on the morning show with Ben and Woods. He uh, he actually was asked what the culture of the Padres is like. So we'll hear that answer when we get back on 97.3 The Fan. But first, your traffic report. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Adam has just alerted me to something that I wasn't sure about. Matt Scraby, Gwen and Chris, 97.3 The Fan. Tony will be back for the countdown here in just a little bit. Chris will be back on Monday. But we were talking about uh, Billy McFarland. And if you don't know that name, it might be familiar. I had to look it up. He's the guy who started the Fire Festival back in 2017. He went to prison for it for four years because he took uh, more uh, around $26 million from people selling tickets and making promises that he couldn't keep. Well, I had no idea. He was released back in March of 2022. And he is resurrecting this Fire Festival. He's actually naming it. Fire Festival 2, and he's charging $499 a ticket. It's supposed to be in December of 2024. Uh, stay away from that, because how can you ever trust this guy? If you don't know what the Fire Festival is, you can Google it. But quickly, it was a festival that was supposed to be amazing, and they had all these different amenities that you were paying for, upward, upwards of like five dollars to $10,000. You get there, and you're staying in a FEMA tent when you're supposed to be staying in like a, a nice hotel. But anyway... I just found that crazy. So stay away from Fire Festival number two. All right. We went to break talking about Eric Gruppner. And he had a couple things to say this morning. We're going to be playing some of these throughout the show. He joined the morning show to talk about the state of the team. And he was asked by Ben and Woods about the culture of the Padres. Obviously, with the uh, recent news about the Padres clubhouse, culture is a huge thing. And it's a big question. So Ben and Woods asked Eric Gruppner about that. And here's what he said. Yeah, I think overall we have a... I think we have a strong and positive culture as an organization. I think that you you said it well when you said that, you know, every organization, especially the larger the organization is, is going to have, you know, a lot of different component parts to that organization. I think the way is to have a consistent culture that is strong, positive, unified, and, you know, widely applicable to each and every area of our operations. I think that, you know, inevitably you're going to have pockets sometimes within the organization where the culture is not fully in alignment. Um, and I, I think with any organization, it's natural that you're going to have some some areas where you need to improve your culture. And I think, you know, we're no different. I think we've got an organization that generally has a pretty strong and positive culture, but certainly has areas where we can improve. And that's part of that process that we go into this off season, um, really taking stock of where we're at, you know, doing a careful assessment of where we have areas that we can improve that ultimately translate into, you know, wins on the field and a better culture uh, for everybody who works for the Padres. And um, I think those two go hand in hand. And when we can create a better culture than what we have right now. And it's not to say our culture is horrible, but, you know, certainly there's areas where I'm sure we can get better. You know, that's going to make us better as an organization. And it's going to be a better place for our people. That was Eric Rupner with Ben and Woods this morning. And uh, he said something very interesting in the middle of that. And he said, inevitably, you will have pockets in the organization that don't have the same culture. And I, I, I thought that was pretty honest by him. And because it's really easy for guys to for for CEOs to come on uh, the show or in, in an interview and say, everything's great with our culture. Why? Why are we even talking about our culture? But I appreciate that Eric Rupner was willing to at least 
um, realize and recognize that there are parts of the organization that has, you know, a different mindset within the culture. And that's important to address. When we talked about it last Friday and and uh, we were talking about the culture of the team, both Tony and I thought the culture of the team is very important to how things go throughout the year. And with it being a poor culture heading into, I guess, last Friday, uh, and then they turn it around. We talked to Jose Ozokar a little bit earlier, and he says, you know, he sounds like everything's fine. So I, I don't know exactly where the culture is is has gone awry for the Padres. It could be. I, I don't know if he was talking about management. I don't know if he was talking about maybe the marketing people or the players. I'm not sure what he was talking about, but at least there is recogn- recognition, recognition. Acknowledgement, Adam just said, uh, that there is an issue that they need to take a look at and they need to at least address. So um, hopefully they can figure it out, they can move forward, and they can get that culture on the same page. All right, there is another one that he said that kind of caught my eye, and it was fans are concerned uh, about the about next year and the higher ticket prices, but they're also concerned about a lesser product. Are the Padres going to dump salary and then still charge us more for the the for the lesser product? Well, Eric Gruppner was asked by Ben and Woods about that. Yeah, I would say number one, you're right. We're uh, incredibly grateful, as I said earlier, for the fan support that we've received this year. With regard to where payroll goes relative to where it is this year. Um, you know, there's always changes year in, year out on payroll based on who you have under contract, where you have needs. And so our focus is going to continue to be on putting a team on the field that we believe can win a World Series championship. And uh, that doesn't always equate to higher payroll or lower payroll. I mean, you would think counterintuitively, why would you lower payroll to do that? I think, you know, there were some issues with the roster that we had out on the field this year. I think, you know, a lot of people have talked about probably a lack of cohesion, you know, maybe being um, a bit too top heavy, not enough depth, not enough role players, not, you know, a lot of, a lot of elk and, uh, you know, maybe not a lot of young hungry guys uh, that were contributing. So we've got a, that's part of the critical assessment we go into this off season, but, you know, we're going to continue to put a team on the field at a payroll level that we feel confident gives us a really good opportunity to win a World Series championship next year and in the coming years. And that's really the baseline commitment that Peter has brought to the organization in the period of time that he really stepped into that control person chairman position, which is it's not going to be, it's not going to be a fire sale. There's not going to be a year where we tear it all the way down um, it's going to be year in and year out a commitment to putting a team on the field that can play winning and championship caliber baseball. And so that's what we're going to do next year. Um, and if you look at the levels that we've been at for payroll in comparison to where the Padres have traditionally or historically ranked relative to the rest of the league in payroll, and we've for these last several years been among the top teams in Major League Baseball, I think that. Over time, we probably settle in still towards the top of the league. Um, but, you know, year in, year out, I, I don't think in this market it would be fair to expect that we're going to have one of the top payrolls in baseball. And I think we've been trying to really push, 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 see how much we can increase uh, revenue in this market, how much we can increase fan support, 
and build real meaningful, long-lasting fan support. And then from that base, figure out how aggressive we can be to continue to put resources into the team to try to win a World Series championship and over a period of time, multiple World Series championships. So we're in that process. Uh, that commitment remains. Uh, nothing has changed. And I think next year the fans are going to see a really exciting competitive team that's going to be better for us having learned the lessons that we learned this season and made the adjustments we need to make. That was uh, Padre CEO Eric Gruppner on with Ben and Woods this morning talking about uh, the reports of lowering payroll and raising prices on tickets. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I I had heard those clips. I had heard some of those clips a little bit earlier. I didn't hear that one. And what I'm taking away from this is that Eric Gruppner and the Padres are aware of at least what the perception is from the outside. And he said that the payroll was too top heavy. They need other contributors. And so I'm just happy that there is some sort of communication from the Padres that they are uh, aware that they need to address these things. Because it's really easy to just ignore it. It's really easy to not address them right now or not talk about them. But the, I guess the the candid responses from Eric Gruppner this morning are making me feel a little bit better about where the the team is headed into the offseason. And I'm not forgetting about this this disappointing year. Please, please believe I'm not going to forget about this disappointing year. But I said earlier they won't move forward, so I'm going to look at it like that. If they're going to improve going forward, that's what you need. And if the the payroll goes down, it, you know Adam just told, was talking about this. It could be guys like Drew Pomerantz, Nick Martinez, Josh Hader, Blake Snell, Michael Walka, Seth Lugo. Those guys are, are question marks for the team next year. And we say Nick Martinez because it's a club option. And so the, if they're going to, I mean, we know that Drew Pomerantz is going to be off the books. He's he's not coming back. I can ninety nine point nine percent say that, and that's going to save you uh, some money right there. So it's all about what they do with the free agency in the offseason, all about what they do with some of the trades in the offseason. And if they're going to make the team better and they're going to save a little bit of money, I don't mind payroll going down as long as they're continuing to make the team better and make the team competitive. When they do salary dumps, and I'm not talking about the Padres solely, but when teams make salary dumps and they just kind of send players elsewhere, I guess um, the Angels did this. They they salary dumped earlier this year when they put Hunter Renfro on waivers and they put Lucas Giolito on waivers and some other guys. I'm not a fan of that, but if you're going to lose some of these contracts and it's going to save you money, but you're also adding guys that are going to help your team. And even if they're a little bit cheaper, it's it's not all about the payroll and it's not all about how much you spend on the team. It's definitely, you know, going to help if you are giving out big contracts because people deserve them because they're good players. But at the same time, it, you know, look at some of the other teams that I'm trying to think what is a team that, Went far in the postseason, but I guess the Rays every year. The Orioles, the Orioles this year. Good. Thank you, Adam. The Orioles this year, they're going to win over 100 games this, this year. And their payroll is at the bottom. And their owner was already talking about how they're going to pay for it in five years from now. And you got to think, as a Padres fan, you got to feel good that there is a plan in place and at least there is rec- <laughs> acknowledgement. There we go, trying to make up words again. At least there is acknowledgement that there is something that they can do that will help them become better. 
And we'll revisit some of those Eric Gruppner clips throughout the show as we go. Tune in to kick off with Boomer Esiason and Mike Valenti every week. Boomer and Valenti preview the entire slate of NFL games. Analysis from Boomer, picks from Mike. The biggest stories in the league packed into an hour. Saturday mornings at 6 a.m. here on 97.3 The Fan and always live on the free Odyssey app. Presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos brought to you by those who drink it and by Lowe's. Lowe's knows home improvement. When we get back, I'm Matt Scraby, by the way. Gwen and Chris. Chris back on Monday. Tony back in about five minutes. We are going to have our countdown, and it's a little bit different of a countdown, so we'll explain on the other side what it is, but just know it's Padres related. So when we get back, the countdown on 97.3 The Fan. Matt Scraby back with you here in the Odyssey Palace, 97.3 The Fan. Couldn't hear myself for a second, and that kind of confused me, but I'm back. And I appreciate everybody listening today. We are about to go into the countdown today. We'll explain it when we get into it. It's a little complicated, I guess. But once we get into it, you'll figure out what we're doing. And uh, it's all about the Padres and and this late push that they are making for the playoffs in September. This hour on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by California Coast Credit Union. Get a uh, 4.48% APR auto loan at California Coast Credit Union with no payments for 90 days. Offer valid with CalCo's car buying service discount. Interest accrues immediately. Restrictions apply federally federally insured by the NCUA. Visit calcocu.org. Matt Scraby, Gwen and Chris, Chris back on Monday, Tony back in here in a few minutes. But like I said, we're going to have the countdown in just a second. We'll also have your traffic report in just a second. I got to say, didn't expect any of the rain today. I'm looking outside right now. It still looks like it's drizzling or raining. So maybe they're going to have to contend with that uh, with the the Padres game tonight. And uh, Matt Waldron is going to be starting for the Padres. So hopefully his knuckleball is able to still do its thing in the rain. I really didn't expect it, though. And uh, it's been pouring down where we are, or in, in pockets. It's been pouring here in, near the Aero Drive area. Anyway, I don't think anybody really wants my weather update. So why don't I step aside? We go to traffic, and then the countdown. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. It's now time for Gwen and Chris to rank their top five of the day. Gonna grip and rip as usual. But this isn't just a regular top five list. I love it. It sounds sadistic, but I love it. This is The Countdown. And it starts right now on 97.3 The Fan. 
Countdown is where we rank our top five of something. And this week, it's a little bit different. We wanted to talk about the Padres in this countdown, but we wanted to cover both sides. And and Tony brought this up because I wanted to do the top five reasons they will make the playoffs, the Padres. Tony said, let's do both because both options could happen. So we're going to do top five reasons they will and they won't make the playoffs. So, so you'll get three that they will, two that they won't. Yeah, yeah. So cool. it's going to go five will, four won't, three will, two won't, one will. I don't know why I need to explain that. Yeah, I don't know why you did either. But uh, you know, just do weird. You have a tendency to overexplain. It's okay. Yeah, overexplain to do weird things. But I'm yeah, going to yeah. start number five. And my will, they will make the playoffs. Number five is they're peaking at the right time. You can't get any better than peaking right now at the end of the year. We've talked about it. The hot team that gets into the playoffs sometimes is a team that makes it all the way. And definitely, this is the Padres' best stretch of the season. So I would say peaking at the right time. Tony. All right, yeah, my number five is uh, along those same lines. This is the best they've played as a cohesive offense all season long up and down the lineup. Now, there is uh, different names almost seemingly in that lineup almost in every one of these games, but up and down the lineup consistently over the last seven games, you've gotten contributions from somebody. It reminds you a little bit of what it looked like in the first two rounds of the playoffs last year. So, uh, yeah, man, that is uh, something that, you know, we've been waiting on. We had expected in a lot of ways this season, but we've seen it the last seven. Yeah, I mean, Choi got his first, uh, you know, he got a sack fly in the last game, which was something he hadn't done with the Padres yet. So he did it. And like you said, con- contributing with many players. Number four. Now, this reason is why they won't make the playoffs, and it goes off of my will. They peaked just way too late. I mean, they're making up too much ground, and they're four games back coming into today. It's still a miracle if they can get there, but if they don't get there, it's because they started the streak way too late in the season. Tony. Uh, I, I used a different word. I, I said the calendar mm. um, because ultimately, I mean, the Padres could go like something like 7-2 and two in these last game, last nine games and still not get in. Um that is a byproduct of how they played. It's also a byproduct of them running out of time um, with the calendar. Eight and one probably probably gets it done. Seven and two, it's just one game difference, right? That just goes to show you how tight this thing is going to be if they're going to even have a chance. So that is why they won't. That is the number four reason, at least number four, why they won't make it is because the calendar is going to run out. You know, um, the media got blamed on my Twitter today for saying early in the year that those those early losses didn't really matter because they can catch up. We never said that they didn't matter. We never said that. We said yeah. that they would well, turn they, it well, around hold, at some t- hold point. Hold up, time out. You said that they said the media. That doesn't necessarily mean that's not. Well, they said the media and you, and they, they, oh. were, pointing, they were pointing <laughs> fingers the at part. everyone. They were you pointing fingers at part. everyone. I just, uh, you I think what we said is it may not end up mattering. Obviously, it has. That's yeah. it. Yeah, the wording is all is what we we need to be careful with. May not. That's yeah. what they said. Twitter person number three. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on one today. You are. Uh, the number three is going to be why they will make the playoffs, the Padres, and that's because Xander Bogarts is hot, hot, hot. He's hitting over 450. Uh, We talked about it yesterday a bunch. He had a walk-off home run the other day. 
he is peaking again at the right time, and he's feeling he's looking like he's healthy, and he's been carrying this team a little bit here in the late stages of the the season, definitely in September. What do you think, Tony? Uh, my number three for why they will is Juan Soto. Uh, he has also been on a tear, and it's funny you get a couple guys playing like that. It's Bogey and him um, all starting to kind of get hot at the same time. Good things can happen. He is a you've seen him put a team on his back in the playoffs before and to a World Series. You know he was a big part of that offense. Um, so yeah, that's another. That's the number what three three reason yeah. why they uh, will could get in. Um, Xander Bogarts, with his experience with the Red Sox, like how did, does that actually rub off on a team like with a guy who has deep playoff experience? I don't know if it rubs off. I don't know if it rubs off. I mean, you can watch and see how he carries himself. But, you know, it's about you controlling your emotions. You, you get a, you'll get notice in a playoff setting or in these tight games where it feels like a playoff setting – it just does something to you inside, right? Because you know whether it's you get you, it, it, the energy is is uh, giving you anxiety, whether the energy is energy is giving you energy and it's too much. You got to be able to like find mid ground there so that you can perform and slow the game down and all those things that you often hear. Number two. This is a reason that the Padres won't make the playoffs, and it's starting pitching is roughed up. They don't have you Darvish. Yeah. They don't have Joe Musgrove. They're going to have to rely on Blake Snell, Seth Lugo, Michael Walker, which aren't bad options, but they're not you Darvish, and they're not Joe Musgrove. So pitching is roughed up. Yeah, that's that's the, that's the easiest, like, high priority of why they won't make it. Their starting pitching is beat up. Uh Darvish isn't coming back. Musgrove isn't coming back, at least as of now. It sounds they had, they had shut him down. So, um, you know, with that being said, you, you're down your two top starters, and that's you know not, that's no disrespect to Michael or Blake because Blake is probably the top starter, you know, based on his year this year. But those are two top end guys that you won't have, and um, that could make a difference down the stretch. So your number two was the starting pitching as well, as well. Okay. Number one. All right, number one. The re- number one reason the Padres will make the playoffs is they have finally conquered the level boss, the one that you can't ever beat, and that would be the four in a row. They've already won four in a row. They've won a close game. They have a walk-off homer in a close game. They came from behind in a close game. These things are all things that the Padres have not been able to do this year, and finally they got past it, and the next level is making the playoffs. So that's my number one. I would, I would, I would uh, say that you're wrong. That the final boss is actually getting to 500, because no, that ultimately will that's be true. That, <laughs> that's that's the final boss, not four games in a row. Now, uh, the number one reason why why they would make the playoffs is because the rest of the teams in front of them suck. I think that is really <laughs> the bottom line. That's the only reason why we're having this conversation. Yeah. If the let's be let's be really honest. The Padres do not deserve to get into the playoffs based on their season. Agreed. However, however, the teams in front of them are not very good. And so they have a chance because of that. And so that is the number one reason why they will get in is because the Cubs, the Marlins, the Diamondbacks, the Giants, and the Reds. Not that good. 
Yes, not that good. Not that good. Back here, Odyssey Palace, 97.3, the fan. I need to put down the countdown music. There it goes. Tony had to run downstairs. He's going to be back for the Big Five. Things are getting crazy here late in the season. Stick with us. Uh, I just the year scoreboard watching. And nothing really to report at the moment, but I will say the Reds and the Pirates are underway. In Cincinnati, bottom of the first. The Brewers and the Marlins are underway in the top of the first. There's no score in that. Uh, the other teams ahead of them, the Diamondbacks are playing the Yankees this weekend in New York. That has not started yet, but it's about to start. The Rockies and the Cubs played earlier today, hoping that the Rockies could take down the Cubs. But the Cubs ended up winning today, and they won 6 to nothing. So right now, they are the third team on their own in the uh, wildcard spot. So it goes Philly. They're four and a half above everyone. Arizona's one and a half above the last spot. And then the Chicago Cubs, who have struggled here down the stretch, three and seven down the stretch, is, is not a good... Not a comfortable thing if you're a Chicago Cubs fan, but they do have a half game lead over the Marlins right now, and the Reds have a or they have a game yeah game lead over the Reds. The Giants have really struggled as of late, and they struggled last night. They're three and seven in their last ten. They've lost three in a row. They are now under five hundred at seventy six and seventy seven. So, Padres, if they win and the Giants lose, they're going to have the same exact record. And the Padres are four and a half games out right now because of that Chicago Cubs win. So if they win tonight, they'll go back to four and things will just keep, I guess, going forward like that. And then you have the tragic number. We've talked about the magic number, which is, you know, how many games left until a team is in the playoffs. Well, the tragic number is how many games left before the team is eliminated from the playoffs. And the Padres tragic number right now is at five. I mean, they have picked the exact right time of the season to show up and to wake up, and that's what they've done. Tonight is going to be tough. I mean, you have to come out. You have to beat the the teams that you're supposed to beat. And when they played the Cardinals in St. Louis, it wasn't like that. I mean, there were some brutal losses in St. Louis. Let's not forget that. And that was just a short time ago. That was definitely in the second half. But there were some games where the Padres, uh, you, you thought the Padres were going to win, and they ended up losing because of, um, I think it was a walk-off home run by Tommy Edmond. Just one of the most brutal ways to lose a game. A walk-off home run by a guy who is from San Diego. But at the time, that was extremely frustrating as well because we were just looking for anything possible for the Padres to come back and try to make the playoffs, and it just wasn't happening. And we thought, you know, in that game at least, they were going to do something. They were going to win that game. Didn't happen. So they have to be ready for the... Uh, they have to be ready for the Cardinals tonight. I'm looking back at the schedule. That's why I'm kind of stalling here. They beat the Cardinals in the first night, four to one. Then they lost five to six the, on the set in the second game, and then they lost five to four in the third game. So they were definitely on their way to winning at least two of those three, and they ended up uh, only winning one of those three. And those are the teams that you have to beat up on. But on the other hand. Now that we're in September and the Padres are playing a little bit different, they are beating up on the teams that they're supposed to beat up on. They beat up on the A's. They swept them. They swept the Rockies. Those are two teams that you absolutely have to take advantage of. And now they have the Cardinals, who are have been eliminated, are eliminated. And I'm going to check this real quick because I believe Nolan Arenado might have been scratched. Uh, yes, he is going on the IL for 2023, it's expected to last till the end of the season with 
you know, he's on the 10-day IL and there's only nine games left. But I guess he was put on the IL due to back spasms today. So the Padres are not going to have to face Nolan Arenado. And uh, they're going to have, you know, they're going to have a really great opportunity to win some games here this weekend. And they have to win each and every one of these games. It's that important for the Padres. Tony said that they need to go 8-1 and one over the last nine. And, of course, I'm going to, you know, agree with that. But I think just it, as crazy and as out of reach as it sounds... I think the Padres have to win out, and they're they're on their way to it. They have seven straight wins. They're going for eight straight wins tonight. If they didn't lose that game against the Dodgers, they would have a, a bigger win streak. They, When they were up in L.A., they took two of three. They lost the middle game, but they could be, you know, they could be in three and a half games out. And I, I'm not going to look back in time and see all the losses that they – they maybe didn't do the best in when they had bases loaded with no outs and they should have been easily able to score on the Royals. I'm not going to go back and do that because it's not going to change anything. So what can change is how they play against the Cardinals tonight. Cardinals are 67 and 86, not, not like not a Cardinal season whatsoever. They've been eliminated for some time. And with no one Arenado going on the IL, it definitely makes me think that uh, the Cardinals have packed it in for the winter and they're going to, you know, they're going to, I guess, see a lot of young guys tonight. I saw t- or I heard Tony and Jesse talking on the camera, the Zoom camera in, in one of the breaks, and they're like, lots of new guys tonight, which means, you know, this is the time for St. Louis to actually figure out who they have in their system. And so maybe the Padres are going to see a lot of those guys, but they'll definitely, they will not see Nolan Arenado with him going on the IL for back spasms. All right, it's time for the final Dave versus the fans, 833-288-0973. If you beat Dave, you are qualified for a trip to Las Vegas. Give us a call, 833-288-0973. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey! 